It was a late night on December 1st, 2018. The Staples Center was the venue for this war. The combatants? Two men who have been through wildly different rises to dominance, both interesting in their own ways. Of course, I'm talking about the WBC heavyweight title fight between Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King, and Deontay Wilder, the Bronze Bomber. When talking about any sports event, the story leading up to the event is sometimes more interesting than the event itself. Let's take a deep dive and get into it. The first fighter I want to take a look at is Deontay Wilder. Wilder started his boxing career a little later than many would expect. At the age of 19 years old, Wilder and his then wife gave birth to a baby girl. When she was born, she suffered with spina bifida, which is a debilitating condition that affects the spine. Wilder knew right there that he had to start making money to help support his family. He took up many different jobs, such as working in restaurants or driving beer trucks, just so that he could help pay the bills. Wilder is quoted saying, There's a lot of things in life that we really don't want to do, but we have to until we get to a certain point in our lives where we can say, I can live my life. Many years I worked for other people. Many years I put money in other people's pockets. Not because I wanted to, but because I had to. I had no choice. This all started from the love of a father trying to support his ill child. So while that was the main reason that Wilder started boxing, he would soon come to realize that this is what he was always meant to be doing. Two years after he started boxing, he had already won the National Gold Gloves and the U.S. Championship. This meteoric rise, along with his amateur status still intact, gave him the chance to fight for his country. Easily fighting his way through the Olympic trials and a few qualifying matches, he made it to the Olympics. Wilder would go on to win the bronze medal, giving him the nickname that would stick with him through the rest of his career, the Bronze Bomber. The undefeated, reigning, and defending WBC heavyweight champion of the world, introducing the Bronze Bomber, Deontay Wilder. The story of the Bronze Bomber does not end here. In fact, it actually cranks up to 11. After 26 professional fights, with all 26 of them ending in knockouts, Wilder had a chance to get his first ever title. Wilder fought fellow American Kelvin Price for a chance to take home the vacant WBC Continental America's heavyweight title. Unsurprisingly, Wilder ended the fight with another knockout in the third round. This was the first of many titles that Wilder had his eyes on, the biggest of those being the WBC heavyweight title. On the 17th of January, 2015, he would have a chance to achieve that goal. In only his 33rd professional fight, and to date his only win that is not by KO, Wilder defeats Canadian Bermain Stavern by unanimous decision. Wilder would then go on to defend the title seven times, and that brings us back to that fateful night, December 1st, 2018. So while that's the story of the title defender, there's also the other side. He is the British. The European, the WBO International Heavyweight Champion, the undefeated challenger, Tyson Fury! Unlike Wilder, Tyson Fury's boxing career started a lot earlier in his life. Tyson Fury was born three months premature, and at birth, weighed one single pound. When he was born, his father held him in his hand and named him Tyson Fury, because not only was this child to survive, but he knew that one day his son would grow up to be the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. While that sounds like an incredibly cocky thing to say, he had the family tree to hopefully bring that claim to fruition. Tyson's family tree is deeply ingrained with boxing. 
The Fury family are gypsies, and gypsies are historically known as bare-knuckle boxers. Two of Tyson's grandfathers were king of the gypsies in their times, meaning that they were the greatest bare-knuckle boxers within their own respective communities. Tyson is also related to more current boxers like Ricky Hatton, Tommy Fury, and Nathan Gorman. Fury couldn't decide if he wanted to box for England or Ireland in his amateur career. He decided to go with Ireland. However, many people in Ireland were upset because of the fact that he didn't have an Irish birth certificate to prove that he truly was Irish. After these issues, Fury decided to go pro with his career rather than waiting until the next Olympic cycle. After his first seven concurrent fights, which all ended by either knockout or corner retirement, Fury gets his first title fight. In his first title fight for the English heavyweight title, Tyson Fury takes on John McDermott. This was the hardest fight of his career to this point. After a grueling 10 rounds of back and forth, Tyson Fury was announced the winner on points. This goes down as one of the most contentious fights of Fury's entire career because of the simple fact that many people watching believe that he should have lost that fight on points rather than win. However, after two more wins and just under a year later, they had their rematch, and Tyson Fury went on to knock out the challenger in the ninth round. This win pushed Fury's record to 11-0, and he was just getting started. After three more wins, Fury would be faced with his next challenge, and that challenge was named Derek Chisora. At this point, Chisora was the undefeated holder of the British and Commonwealth heavyweight titles. This fight was massive for both fighters, because both were undefeated, and only one was going to walk away with that zero still in the loss category. After 12 hard-fought rounds of back and forth, Tyson Fury was able to take the win by unanimous decision. This win kicked Fury's career into the next level. After that win, Fury went on to defeat his next seven competitors, including a very scary moment in his 17th fight against Canadian Nevin Pajic, where he got his first taste of the canvas. Looks a real weapon, but it hasn't done so so far tonight. Fury would end up knocking him out the very next round. Fury would also get his first taste of fighting on U.S. soil by taking on and defeating Steve Cunningham at MSG. However, his next big fight would be another rematch, this time against Derek Chisora for the European WBO international and vacant British heavyweight titles. Unlike last time they fought, where it went to points, Tyson was able to beat him so badly in the first nine rounds that Chisora was not even able to get out of his corner in the start of the 10th. This win took him to 23-0 in his career, and after another title defense, he was given a shot at the remaining titles up for grab by defeating Vladimir Klitschko. Vladimir was the most dominant heavyweight boxer, and before fighting Fury had a record of 64-3, and and was currently on an 11-year unbeaten streak. Vladimir entered the fight as a 39-year-old against a 27-year-old Fury, who also brought in his own 24-0 record. This was the fight that Fury had been waiting for. After a hard-fought 12 rounds where Fury controlled most of the fight and dictated what Vladimir threw with his rapid and constant movements, Fury won by unanimous decision, making him the world champion heavyweight boxer. After winning the fight, Tyson grabs the mic Thanks everyone, and start singing, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by the band Aerosmith. Tyson Fury, being the ultimate shithouser, won the single greatest fight of his entire career, 
proceeded to grab the mic and off-key sing Aerosmith to his wife. That is why he is the Gypsy King, and there will never be another Tyson Fury. After Fury had won the fight, he felt as if he had reached his peak in life, and he ended up slipping into a deep, depressive state. In the contract with Vladimir, there was a rematch clause if Tyson had won. Very soon after the initial fight, a rematch was scheduled, and throughout the training camps, there was always something pushing the fight back, whether it was a training camp injury or a failed drug test. On October 4th, 2016, Fury had an interview with the Rolling Stone, and he was talking about his battles with mental health when he said, quote, I just don't want to live anymore. What I've got is incurable. All the money in the world, fame, and glory mean nothing if you're not happy. Fury was also quoted in an interview with Joe Rogan saying, quote, I bought a brand new Ferrari convertible. I was on the strip of highway. At the bottom of a five-mile strip, there was a massive bridge that crosses the motorway. I got the car going up to 190 miles per hour. I didn't care what no one was thinking. I just wanted to die so badly. Eight days after his interview with the Rolling Stone, he vacated the titles that he had gained. While this is where most stories would end, not the Gypsy Kings. Almost two years after vacating the titles he had achieved, he announced that he would be reapplying for his boxing license. After obtaining his license, he was right back into it. He took two training fights to get back into boxing and won them both, bringing his overall record to 27-0. After two years out of boxing, still relatively out of fighting shape, and only two fights since being back, Fury agreed to a fight with the current heavyweight title holder, Deontay Wilder. This is where our two stories meet once again. Going into this fight between two heavyweight titans, we had the 27-0 Tyson Fury, who just two years ago was battling drug problems and depression, only to turn around and make one of, if not the most miraculous comebacks in all of sports history. And on the other side, we have the 40-0 Deontay Wilder, who has knocked people out for his family and his country. On one side is Wilder with the WBC heavyweight title, and on the other side is the lineal champ, the man who beat the man. Whoever you were cheering for, the night of December 1st, 2018, was going to be a night to remember. So the time has come, and I'll let ring announcer Jimmy Lennon Jr. take it away. All right, fans, here we go with the main event of the evening. 12 rounds of boxing in a showdown of heavyweight giants for the WBC and lineal heavyweight championship of the world. And now, ladies and gentlemen in attendance and boxing fans joining us around the world, live from Staples Center in Los Angeles, it's showtime! As soon as the fight commenced and throughout many of the early rounds, it looked as if Tyson Fury had not been gone at all. In the early rounds, Fury controlled the pace and the space of the fight by ducking and weaving around the powerful hands of Wilder. Wilder did get his fair share of shots in, even landing hard shots on Fury's nose in round four. Fury's unusual, sporadic movements controlled when Wilder was able to get his power punches off. Watching the fight, you could tell that Fury was evading a lot of punches, but if one landed, then he was in trouble. And trouble struck in round nine when trying to avoid a left hook. Fury took a powerful overhand right, knocking him to the canvas. Fury survived the 10 count that the ref had given him, and for the rest of the round, Wilder was doing everything he could to try and finish the fight right then and there. He was not able to end it, and going into the 10th round, he was gassed. 
A man that was used to ending his fights in a handful of punches was being forced late into an exhausting fight with a man that was doing everything he could to avoid him. In between Fury's incessant dodging, he had been managing to land quite a few punches of his own and is likely on his way to stealing this match on points much like he did against Vladimir. However, no one can run forever and in the 12th and final round, Wilder hits Fury with the most powerful combo in the fight. A hard right and as Fury's going down, Wilder landed an even harder left. Bang. Fury goes down and lands on his back. Fight over. That ending would be pretty great. However, that's actually not what happened. What actually happened is why this goes down in history as one of the greatest heavyweight boxing matches of all time. Fury lands on the canvas, and as Wilder is dancing because he thought he won, the ref starts to count out Fury. Fury's eyes open and he seemed to rise from the dead. As the count runs low, Fury gets to his feet. Wilder comes out and tries to end the fight. Again, Fury slips and dodges every single punch. Fury even lands a hard counter punch, and shortly after, the bell rings. 12 rounds of war, back and forth of blows being transferred, all comes down to a referee decision. Two men walked in with perfect records. Only one can walk away perfect. Is it going to be Tyson Fury, the man that beat the man, beat the drug addiction, and beat his struggles with mental health to complete one, if not the single greatest comebacks in all of sports history? Or is it going to be Deontay Wilder, the man that started fighting for his ill child and worked his way to the pinnacle of his sport? Just as Jimmy Lennon Jr. started the fight, I'll let him announce the end. Ladies and gentlemen, after 12 rounds of action here at Staples Center, we have a split decision, and here are the what? score totals. Judge at ringside, Alejandro Rochin scores the bout 115 to 111 in favor of Deontay Wilder. Judge at ringside, Robert Tapper sees the bout 114 to 110 in favor of Tyson Fury. And Judge of Ringside, Phil Edwards scores the bout 113 to 113. Even a draw. The decision is a split decision draw. 12 rounds of beating the absolute crap out of each other, only to have no one win. There was a second fight in which Tyson Fury was able to defeat Deontay Wilder. And while Fury is currently winning the series between them, their first fight will go down as one of the single greatest in heavyweight history. There are some fights where you just need to name the fighters and boxing fans instantly know what you're talking about. Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman. Rocky Marciano versus Jersey Joe Walker. Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. And I believe, for boxing fans to come, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder will be one of those fights. Thank you ladies and gentlemen for stopping by and listening. I hope this will be the first in a series that we will continue to do covering underrated sports moments in a way which not many people would think of. I couldn't think of a better first episode because of the simple fact that Fury vs Wilder 3 is happening on October 9th. And for those who didn't know anything about the story, I hope we gave you a person to cheer for one way or another. Thank you again for listening, I've been Charlie, and this has been the Tri-State Sports Podcast Deep Dive.